this is episode 546 on the 20th of july 2022 the summer slam pay-per-view event is one of the more bigger events in the calendar of wwe as far as its pay-per-view events are concerned every year they organize matches which can change the course of the entire structure of the wrestling world especially in this particular company but this year there is something different about how the matches are scheduled and it's not for the first time that almost every championship will be defended except for one championship over which there's some controversy which we won't go into otherwise the men's and women's singles competition and the tag team championship will be defended the only championship which will not be defended is the IC championship and they have their own reasons for that but apart from two championships in the main roster every other championship will be defended but the interesting thing is that all the focus for this particular pay-per-view event is on one match it's the match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns designated as the last person last man standing match which means there are no countouts no pinfalls no sh- no submissions the only way to defeat your opponent is to make sure that they are incapacitated even after the referee's 10 count and that 10 count comes after let's say a superman punch from roman reigns flattens lesnar and he has to get up before the 10 count which means expect interferences from select parts and select groups of the bloodline stable which means the usos will play a huge role as far as making this match in the favor of roman reigns is concerned this is not his first last person last man standing match he did that with kevin owens a couple of years ago and despite kevin owens being in charge for 90% of the match all it needed was one interference from paul heyman to do the job and that's exactly what happened and that's exactly what is expected as they compete for the WWE undisputed championship now this match is seen as the last match between these two as they have gone through 7 years of what is called an unfettered rivalry it started 7 years ago at WrestleMania 29 and will it end at the 38th version of or the 36th version of SummerSlam pay-per-view i don't know i don't think this is the last we see of these two because lesnar has unfinished business with roman reigns counsel advocate whatever you want to call him and roman reigns who doesn't compete in every pay-per-view event but only select pay-per-view event as he has a very specific contract with the wwe 
I won't go into details, but it's going to become very interesting because the money in the bank pay-per-view just happened before this pay-per-view and it was won by somebody which was unexpected but not surprising as the company looks to give chances to younger individual if that's what we are going to decode from theory winning the money in the bank event so as it has happened before these two are expected to incapacitate each other and as the match will come to a close you would see theory walk in run in screaming and try to cash in but here's the difference a few years ago when the shield stable was still active a certain wrestler tried to cash in but he failed because the shield decided to interfere adam sher or braun strowman had decided to cash in on the roman reigns match but it was a failed attempt because the shield decided to interfere so even if theory is confident that he will be able to cash in he has to understand that it won't be straight forward because you will have paul heyman and the entire bloodline stable lurking around and since this is expected to be the main event the final match of the evening with all other matches finished and ended at least this will happen towards the end of the particular event so expect everyone who have finished their matches to focus on this whoever is involved in this particular stable the bloodline stable that is the usos paul heyman and there's not anyone else who involved big moon counter certain individual because for him it's a selfish reason to be part of the stable so if this match is scheduled to be the last match of the evening which means theory would have already competed to secure the united states championship match which he is competing with bobby lashley and i'm surprised that bobby lashley is being content with being a us championship and not moving ahead because i've said before a lashley roman reigns brock lesnar set rollins match would be the one to watch for ages imagine lashley versus roman reigns versus set rollins versus Brock Lesnar versus Sheamus versus McIntyre at least these are the 7 8 individuals who are former champions and are expected to win again leaving Roman Reigns as the current champion these individuals can give Roman Reigns a very good fight but i think there's something about Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns they haven't competed in the last 2 years but on their own they have been a force to reckon reckon with with nomenclatures as with monikers as almighty versus the head of the table or the tribal chief or the big dog or whatever nomenclature you may want to add so by the time theory and lashley finish their match competing for the us championship it's difficult to predict as to which of these two will win with theory 
regain his UA championship and later in the evening try and win the undisputed championship thus joining a very rare group of individuals who have won more than one championship in a very short amount of time very few individuals have a grand slam championship moment so it's going to be very interesting as to the, how this whole thing pans out but let me tell you it won't be easy to cash in if the usos finish their tag team match versus the street profits before this particular match then expect them to be a part of this match throughout expect them that since this will be a no disqualification match brock lesnar will be usually one versus three in terms of legal competitors and then paul heyman is always lurking around so it's basically one versus four for brock lesnar one versus four for theory it's going to be a very interesting situation as to how this match pans out how this match pans out and whether theory is able to successfully cash in to be able to successfully cash in you have to surprise your opponent now he has been given clues that he will cash in and he has been saying things which is obvious that i will cash in in a weak moment for either roman reigns or brock lesnar whoever goes on to win but the dice is slightly loaded towards roman reigns as it has been for the past few years roman reigns went on to win the double championship at the wrestlemania pay-per-view event and becoming a wwe undisputed unified champion we're going to see something very similar at the aew events but we'll talk about them later so once this match finishes we'll know whether lashley retains or theory regains and once this match finishes we'll know whether theory is able to successfully cash in as i said it won't be that straightforward because you expect the entire bloodline stable to be around so for Le- if lesnar goes on to win it still won't be that straightforward but lesnar winning looks very difficult maybe 3 4 years ago you would have called lesnar winning but the way roman reigns has gone over the past 2 years and the way things have gone in into his favor and the script has been written in such a way that roman reigns is expected to be a champion until he willfully decides to either give up give them up or move on to as most wrestlers do to the world of even more entertainment that is the film world hollywood bollywood whatever you may want to call it so that's one thing which is happening like his cousin do as i said a few weeks ago roman reigns versus rock would have been for a world championship match would have been mouth watering that's not happening roman reigns is 36 and a half rock is 50 plus he has moved on so those this match is most likely the only way you see roman reigns versus the rock is in a video game that's the way like you would see roman reigns versus under the giant in a video game Roman Reigns versus Shawn Michaels 
these things cannot happen in real life so those who are avid video game players especially of the WWE video games you might see this but then a match in a video game and a match in real life are two different things this is unpredictable that is slightly unpredictable but most of the time we know what is happening so these are the men's championship matches and let's move on to the more interesting women's championship match now Liv Morgan who along with Theory went on to win the money in the bank pay-per-view event not only did win but cashed in on Ronda Rousey after Ronda Rousey had a grueling match with Natalia. Now these two will face each other again for the SmackDown Women's Championship and it won't be easy for Liv Morgan because Ronda Rousey knows how she has to manipulate the situation. She doesn't have too many moves, limited moves, no over the top from the top row from the top turnbuckle or no frog, frog splashes she just uses her UFC skills MMA skills and brings her into this particular business of course some things I've had to change but she won't be doing a regular wrestling moves drop kicks not happening or those maneuvers which have an impact not happening she will just make sure that she uses her boxing skills MMA skills to stifle the opponent where Liv Morgan will try to use an entire gamut of wrestling skills at least the professional wrestling skills from jumping over the top rope lariat clothesline shoulder tackle and what all but it won't be straightforward and we might see Ronda Rousey once again we claim the SmackDown Women's Championship and Liv Morgan might have to tap out. Or if Liv Morgan manages to defend her championship, which is also a possibility, it will take her to levels that will put her in the same pedestal as Ronda Rousey finds herself in after more than a decade of professional combat. So it's going to be very interesting as to how these two play it out. The other women's championship, Raw Women's Championship in which Bianca Belair competes with Becky Lynch. Like Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch hasn't had luck as far as beginning the championship is concerned. It's not been a longer duration and this is a deja vu of last year's SummerSlam event though Becky Lynch as we often hear this return at the SummerSlam event after almost an 18 month break and went on to defeat Bel Air in 26 seconds but this time it's not happening of course you're going to see all maneuvers the armbar coming into play or the KOD or use of her long locks whatever be the situation you have I won't now label Bianca Bel Air as youth I'll say it's experience versus experience who's able to sustain the pressure during that particular moment will go on to win this particular match who do I look who do I think has a chance it's difficult to predict both of them have influenced the audience in a manner in which whoever wins will say deserves it if Bel Air wins 
then Becky Lynch's chances of winning future championships are in jeopardy. If Becky Lynch wins, she's once again on what one calls the pedestal of the women's division along with this winner. So it's going to be very interesting as to how this happens. And, and like the men's tag team championship and the men's world championship, will we see a unified women's championship? It looks difficult, but I won't be surprised if let's say it's Bel Air versus Morgan or Becky versus Rousey or Bel Air versus Rousey or Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. Either way, they'll be champions and it's going to be very interesting as to how they handle this situation. Another interesting men's match in terms of championship matches is the tag team, the undisputed WWE tag team championship match. Now the Usos and Steed Profits have been going back and forth over the past couple of months. They have had singles matches in almost every regular televised event whether it's Raw or Smackdown and they have been going at it for the past few years. Of course, the previous championship match ended in a questionable end. Now they have a special guest referee for this particular match. What can the referee do to make any kind of difference? I don't know. But like the men's unified championship match, you might see this match once again have a tilt towards the Usos because for the bloodline if they don't have championship in their hand then they are not the bloodline then they will be forgotten so as long as the Usos Roman Reigns hold their respective championship in their hand the relevancy continues the moment either one of those or both of them lose their respective championships the relevancy starts declining and we focus on the Street Profits, New Day and the other tag teams. So it's going to be very interesting. But most likely, most of these championships are expected to be retained. Expect a surprise or two, but only in the women's division, not in the men's division. Moving on, discussing the singles combat matches. And all of the singles combat matches are in the realm of a bit of a comedic situation. Now, Pat McAfee is a regular play-by-play -play commentator on the WWE roster. Of course, he had a small match at WrestleMania to compete with Theory. And that was a very interesting situation. He doesn't compete often. So he has trained himself in this particular thing, but he's not a regular wrestler. He was given a chance at WrestleMania and once again, he's created a rivalry with Happy Corbin, who's having his own issues and his own stable falling. So these two will go one-on-one -on -one with each other. And the interesting thing is all these wrestlers have known each other for a long time. They're not strangers. They've either had matches at the college level, at the national level, but they have competed either in their previous sport of football or baseball or whatever, and now they're competing here. Once again, just like Theory, who instigated Pat McAfee to have a match with him, 
it's happy godwin who has instigated or bullied pat mcafee to have a match with him and as his commentator paul says you're not a regular wrestler and your training is not at the same level as the other wrestlers so how will he manage i don't know but maybe this is just to add some spice and add some subscribers to individuals watching the match because he's not the only non regular celebrity to be a part of this match i'll go into that further but it will be very interesting it will be an individual who competes irregularly but watches everything from the commentary table but it doesn't matter if you watch you can take down notes but when you're actually competing those notes have no value versus happy corbin going through a very strange phase happy corbin sad corbin he wants to get back in the championship thought process because he can also give roman reigns a run for his money so that's going to be a interesting match another match which is which is very interesting is you can call it the one across generations i don't rollins and riddle rollins who has spent over a decade in this particular business and riddle who has moved around from one company to the other he teamed up with brandy orton who is now on Uh, unspecified break for an unspecified amount of time so these two are going to compete and like Becky Lynch Seth Rollins wants also wants to get into the winning wagon so that he can also be the number one contender going forward in a WWE undisputed championship match and maybe these singles matches are a way to get back on that horse but riddle is a decent competitor he's been using a certain maneuver from his former partner which hasn't got any kind of negative criticism till now but after a while it may become something which people will become tired of they'll say is he only a one trick pony doesn't he have any other maneuver using rko and all of randy orton's maneuvers he may be called the cheap randy orton i don't know but if you want to use those maneuvers go ahead use it because even if rko is randy orton's patented move frog splash was if one could say given to eddie guerrero but every second individual does a frog splash so maybe rko will become a copyright free move one day who knows you call it an rko but it could be anything Randy knockout RKO basically means Randy knockout these are knockout maneuvers and Riddle has been using it and has been successful and Rollins will have to be careful whether it will be the stomp the super kick the sweet chin music or the RKO which will win the other individual the match another match at a little comedic level and it's i have no words for it just like Pat McAfee Logan Paul is not also a regular WWE roster star he has signed with the WWE and he will be training himself but from what i have read he won't be coming regularly he'll be coming for specific matches he's already called a pseudo media star i'm not going there these two were tag team partners at the wrestlemania event before miz decided to do what miz does make sure that 
he got all the spotlight logan paul we didn't know what was happening since april 2022 then messages started floating on all digital media and he has agreed to compete with the miss in fact miss was saying no but that's the way these matches are to create the atmosphere to make it even more interesting the opponents say no and then logan paul said something which cannot be said said on this particular platform it was all a part of a script and miss eventually agreed so it was all a part of a script all a part of the way miss would, would go on to agree to compete with him had he agreed in the beginning it would have lost all its shine but logan paul said some things which are part of the script which whether they are hurtful or not hurtful or defamatory or whatever name you want to add to it let's not get into that made the miss agree and these two will face each other of course inexperience of logan paul of not competing in such matches comes into play don't be surprised if tomorrow bad bunny also signs a contract he is young he is 27 he has plenty of time on his head on his on himself so that will be very interesting so these are the matches scheduled for the summer slam pay per view a couple of women's championship matches men's championship matches a couple of stand alone non title matches but equally very interesting interesting rivalries emerging especially the logan paul miz rivalry or the pat mcafee happy corbin rivalry i don't know what will eventually happen i can't predict but the but let me tell you this is not the last time you see these two individuals compete as long as both of them are active and active enough to compete and cleared enough to compete they will go on and on and on This ends episode number five four six on the twentieth of July, twenty twenty two. Stay tuned for the next episode, episode five four seven, on the twenty second of July, twenty twenty two.